As the A-League transfer window slams shut in mere hours as we record tonight, it doesn't look like any changes to the A-League men's or women's squads for Sydney will happen. But that doesn't mean we can't see changes, with some players coming back from injury, especially for the women's squad. Some players' performances not demanding starting positions, and who knows? Maybe some players coming off contract might just be rotated out as if he tries to keep some consistency out of his inherited squad with surely one eye on next season. It's Skyblue Stories back once again, uh, Sean, Michelle and Jono tonight on the roster. Hey, two weeks in a row, the same crew. That doesn't happen very often. Consistency. We're, we're, ah. Dante was talking about consistent lineup. That's, that's why that's we're getting right. better. It's cohesion. That's it. That's it. Michelle Morris, how are you? Yeah, good. Surviving. Excellent. Um, off to one of the motherlands, I hear. Yes, to the motherland. My mum's the country. motherland. Yeah. Very good. Off to Peru in August. How good? Yeah, I'm excited. So you're not going to miss. You're not going to miss this Ailey women's record crowd this time. Ah, uh, no, not this time. <laughs> Thank God. Very good. Uh Speaking of A-League women's and crowds, did the stats uh, earlier this week. Our girls are averaging 4,289 fans per game. Is that wow. the highest in the league or is that the highest in... It, it, it'd have to be. It, it, it'd have to be. And look, obviously that's weighted quite heavily with that opening round. Um, I think they had 11, 11 and a half, close to that. But... Um, just absolutely, uh, you know, Leichhardt Oval this year, I think we can all agree, has been an absolute treat. Um, it's nice that we're starting to win there as well. But, um, uh, you know, whether it's a Saturday evening, Sunday afternoon, or even a midweek game, um, the crowd's been flocking flocking there um, like never before. And it's, you know, Michelle, we've talked about previously about, you know, the women's side having a just a home, just one home ground. <laughs> And um, I think it's paying off for, for the squad this um, this season with uh, not one ground, but, you know, we, we've probably had six or seven games there now. Um, it's going great. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it took a while, took a little bit to kind mm. of, you know, find our feet in that ground. And we all know it's not the p- prettiest place and it's not the nicest in the back room either, but <laughs> um, they're making it work and clearly they're... Um, they found their stride and yeah, the, the crowd is always really good at Leichhardt. And I think it's also just easy because it's um, like, it looks better and it feels better because it's smaller, like, and mm. you're much closer to the action than you are at, um, at Cogra. So yeah. And also the staff at, um, uh, at Leichhardt are way better. I think that just mm-hmm. m- much nicer, um, a lot easier to work with than, uh, what we've had at Cogra, so a bit more of a community feel at the group. Yeah, definitely. Well. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy with Leichhardt. I was always yeah. I Leichhardt was my go-to, even from like last season. I was like, please, like let's just play at Leichhardt. Like I know it's going to be so much better at Leichhardt than it would be um, at Cogra, and yeah, it is. I think most people would be happy with it. Is it difficult mm. to get to Michelle? Um, I know you'd it's walk about holes to get to Women's Sydney FC. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's about like a 40 minute drive from where I am. And like, I just leave early enough, park the car at the stadium and then just walk to the pub and spend a few hours there and then go back. So, you know, I'm, but I am also in a position where I don't have to wrangle around children or anyone. So (laughs) I can just kind of, um, do my thing on my own. And, um, yeah, so I'm quite lucky in that sense, but like, 
You don't uh, have to um, worry about uh, your kids wearing shoes to the game <laughs> and buying them ice cream. Uh, yeah. Is there a story about the shoes? <laughs> Not really. Just bad parenting, uh, I think. Well, so, but... No, we got we we we. Uh, so so, I'll, I'll I'll go into it. I'll I'll go into it in a sec. But Sean, you you were one of the uh, three thousand two hundred and sixty six of the eighth wonder of the world. Uh, was Leichhardt. That is Leichhardt on, on, Sat- on Saturday. That is yeah. Leichhardt. Um, you you're enjoying your time there. I do. I do. Like you know, on a you know selfish note, I'd prefer Cogra because I could probably much walk for ten fifteen <laughs> minutes. But look. I think that ship think they oh yeah, it over at a Linden. Um ship has sailed, but it's a great venue. Despite the the decaying grandstand and the uh, asbestos and, and whatnot. Um It's, it's just a, a good day out, isn't it? It's it's a nice day, you know. Like late, Michelle said. Dogs on the hill, few bevies. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, there's barely a bad seat in the house. Um yeah. the kind of smaller stadium. Community feel kind of really suits our girls. Mm, mm, mm. And like you said, you get that the, the vibe seems to be flowing onto the, the to the staff as well. And uh, yeah, it is a bit of a family affair. Like it's much easier for me, for example, to take um, my boy there. And we had our challenges on the evening, uh, but we did manage to catch uh, probably the last fifteen minutes of the first half and first fifteen of the second. Um, but yes, no shoes. So uh, we were running a bit late. Uh, we found a McDonald's playground that uh, he was particularly fond of. So uh, we we got to around Leichhardt probably just after kickoff, I'd say, about five past seven. And, of course, you know, parking's not the best and usually we are there a lot earlier. But, uh, yeah, circled and circled and circled for a good 20 minutes, even went down to Le Montage thinking, ah, oh, seven o'clock, like, you know, there won't be many people running around. Oh, no, it was full, <laughs> absolutely full. Every parking spot was taken and there was... Six cars in front of us and six behind. So yeah, we I, I I almost gave up to be honest and and sort of said, oh well, we'll just go home. And um, uh, lo and behold, we got one. We got a parking spot just up from uh, just up from the ground, but it was only a one hour spot. And um, I think we'd walked about two hundred meters, and yeah, my son decided that he didn't have any shoes on, and it was my fault because I didn't ask him to put them on. <sighs> But he enjoyed rolling down the hill at Leichhardt. That's the main yeah. thing. Uh, after, and, and it was nice when our those our four friends sat next to us, Jono. Yeah, me and he got to sort of kind of meet. I heard them. Those, I heard them whispering like, players. "Are those the guys from Sky Blue Stories?" <laughs> Marco, talk. Marco, go talk to him. No, you go definitely. talk to him. Yeah, definitely. So. That's why they sat where they did. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, it was. Uh, it was. It was a nice night out. Even though, like I said, it was a bit disjointed for this single parent but enough about me let's talk about sydney fc and what else is uh going on uh, around the grounds uh sean why don't you yeah look I'll, I'll kick things off uh, there's a really good article that the club did um, about maca and opening up about her time albeit a short stint in brighton and how she's made her way back to sydney fc um you know we've all kind of or i have sometimes slated people when they go overseas and they turn around and come back. But I don't think this will be the the first. I, I believe Macca will get another opportunity overseas. Uh, it's very interesting. She, you know, finding it tough to try and break into the, the starting team. I think she only got like one start or one appearance for them and talking about how she just didn't quite fit into the system. And, you know, when you're not, I guess when you're not playing a lot of football, 
uh, and you're over the way, all the way on the other side of the world, quite literally, uh, you start to miss some friends and family. And selfishly for us, it worked out perfectly in the sense mm. that with, with Nat being injured, we were missing that that rock in the team. Um, Charlotte does a wonderful job, as does Prinny and Courtney, but uh, Maka brings a different kind of set of skills back to the team and, and we're very fortunate uh, to have her back in the side this year. So, you know, jump online and, and give it a read, everyone. It's a really interesting – and also the one where she talks about like, the like, – she's kind of commentating on the game as well, I think – um, but, you know, read out the one about Brighton. There's a really interesting read mm. about Macca's time in Brighton. Absolutely. Yeah, good to see you on Dub Zone this week. Yeah. Um, the other little bit of info, like I don't know if anyone really gives a shit about the Alex Tobin medal because um, it's a <laughs> Paramount Channel 10. It's it's nice. Thing. It's like nice, it's... but right, like Joe Lolly's on top or equal top. Equal top, um, yeah. Does anyone care? Yeah. Well, it's nice. I, mean, I feel like it was Johnny... a lot bigger in the um in the Fox, Fox days. Yeah, the Fox days. It was huge. Yeah. Well, not maybe not huge, but it was more important. Uh. Yeah, and they actually gave time to like speak about it on yeah. Match Day Saturday and things like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, you'd see the points come up on the screen and stuff. Yeah, I, I thought it disappeared. I, I assume it's something to do with the sponsors because obviously you've got the Johnny Warren Medal, which is the Player of the Season award. Um, um, the winner of the Alex Turbo medal gets ten grand, and so like a Ute or something. Joe, Joe like would for... smash that at the Beach Road <laughs> Hotel on a Saturday night. Easy. He'd drop that on the bar, maybe at Ravizzi's, um, in a heartbeat. Um, maybe not uh, just the bar. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, Michelle? <laughs> Nothing. Th- that he may <laughs> utilize his funds for other enjoyments. That's, yeah, that's yeah. God. like food. Uh, Bug life. He's, he's a good he's a good Englishman, so he'd he'd want his English breakfast. Exactly. Um, Guys got to eat. And 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 then they get to donate the Izuzu a Izuzu U, not the little toy thing, yeah. around, but like an actual U to it, like. I reckon it's it, it's probably it, it probably still goes because the sponsors it probably gives yeah. a bit more of a act, activation or a yeah um something to do with that. But um yeah, Joe, he, he's equal with. I want to say Davila. Arslan, maybe, yeah, Davila, yeah, you could be right, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like the, um, it's a bit like club championship, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's nice, but like, no one really, no one really cares. By the way, I just looked the, looked up the points on the club championship. Uh, so for those that don't know, uh, it's the A League men's and A League women's uh, points combined, and Canberra United and uh, Macarthur don't get to compete because uh, huh. they're they're obviously one one in each. Um, but we are only four points off top. Uh, oh, Melbourne City, the city, Melbourne city 50 points. And then uh, Victory and Mariners, 49. Wellington, 49. Yeah, I was going to say Wellington. And yeah. um, Sydney, 46. So we're only four points off the top there. So if the men were... So we're top six. Better, we are. We're, 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 we're fifth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Champion. Uh, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Club championship. But uh, but yeah, good on Joe. And he probably. I've heard a lot of people. A lot of people say that you know he, he's in the top three players in the league. Um, you know, your Garbies and and Simon Hills and and, and others uh, media commentators. So yeah, he's he's having a good season. Had an even better Australia Cup. Um, but 
as we've heard Uffie say, I'm, I'm, we're sure he could contribute a little bit more. But and John, what's this last bit? You got Curse, you got Fenton, my favourite, uh, and Charlotte lead the league four. So this is something that we we had last week, but we we didn't talk about it, Michelle. We just wanted to talk about the quality of Kirsty Fenton and Charlotte McLean uh, leading the league, I think, in interceptions and successful tackles. Is that is that right, Michelle? Um, did I put that in the chat? You did, and I wasn't quick enough to find it. Um, but we just they wanted to definitely make them- are leading the league in something defensively. I think it was interceptions was definitely one of them. Um, but they how come, how come Caitlin Torpy got a got a move to record move and 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 Charlotte didn't come on? Well, because <laughs> then we would lose Courtney Ryan as well. <laughs> um, no, and we are not ready for that. Quite happy for Caitlin Torpy to go. Well done. Yep. See you uh, later. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> um, but no, I think it was it was one of an opta. It was an opta stat that that popped up and bit of chat around uh obviously Matildas and and who who the best sort of next gen defenders are in the league and and Kirstie Fenton at the start of the year I mean that opening game she had uh in the Sydney derby where she I think she scored an absolute belter as well but her forms continued um to to be dominant throughout I think um even in some of the performances where the team might not have you know, um, I guess got the results that we wanted. You know, Kirsty Fenton and even Charlotte McLean to that to that matter have been have been exceptional. Um, Charlotte again. I just I love watching Charlotte play because um, uh, particularly if you're watching at home and not at the game, um, she just comes off screen like because she anticipates every part so well, and she'll just come completely from off off camera and um intercept any any ball or any pass that hasn't quite got enough legs on it or it's you know it, it's slightly uh, under hit and and Charlotte will step up and 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 absolutely take advantage of that and put Sydney FC on the front foot straight away and it's um yeah it's great to see did she get the um captain's armband later in the game i think i saw michelle i don't know if you saw I definitely saw Francis come off, so mm. someone would have taken the armband, but I don't know. I all I remember was saying was, "Oh, Princess Abini's coming off," but I imagine um, that Charlotte probably should have gotten the armband. I feel mm. like she's next in line because I know during that uh, AFC Club Championship thing, she mm. when Princess was on the bench, Charlotte was starting with the armband. Mm. Good segue. Let's talk about the A-League women's uh, game on Saturday night, Sydney FC versus Perth Glory. Uh, Sydney running out 3-1 winners um, in in probably probably our most dominant display um, from the girls this season. And, um, I mean, much, <laughs> much to our um, joy, I don't, I don't know what to say. I've lost the words here. Um, we're, we're happy that it didn't end the way that it did last time we played Perth away. Uh, which was an extremely frustrating nil-nil draw over in the West. But um, like I said, great crowd, um, 3,266 poured into Leichhardt. And um, I think we got a performance to to, to match the ambiance of the evening. Brilliant result. I don't even, I don't even still think that 3-1 didn't really um, reflect just how dominant they were. I was a little bit worried at the start. I was like, oh, we're all over them like a cheap soup. And I hope it doesn't go away of the, the first game away to them and that it ended up in nil all. So I'm so stoked that we got those three goals. Was that the 
excuse my ignorance, Michelle, John, was that the first time we've scored three or more, or is that one of the few times we've scored that many goals this season? Or when was the last time we've scored more than one, maybe two goals a game? Good shout. It's definitely been a, a while because yeah. everything's been like, well, we had 2-1 against the Jets the week before. They've all been like 1-0, one 1-0, nil, one 2-1, etc. I just can't. Oh, the first, uh, first away game. So the second game of the, or the third game of the season was a 3-0, 3-1 win of Adelaide. Right. Okay. So that was the last time we won with more than three goals. Three or more goals. Okay. All right. There you go. A little bit of, there you go. I'm channeling a little bit of rowdy there. Uh, <laughs> my stats and whatnot. Um, same starting lineup. Uh, you know, Ante said post game that, okay, now we've got a little bit of consistency and cohesion with that starting 11. Um, the back four is unchanged. I think Jordan, Tori, Chris, uh, Kirsty and and Charlotte are just the best back four of the of the whole competition, hands down, no doubt about it. I know, like our our goals against reflect that, but they're just insane. Those four, um, and then sitting in front of them, the likes of Maddie and uh, Macca and Shay, um, and special shout out. I guess we'll whack lyrical about her as as we kind of go through the game, but I think this is the best game Indiana DeSantos had in Sky Blue um, for us. She was insane. Um, she was extremely, extremely good. She's unreal. She was. Let's go through the game. Uh, Michelle, how much of this did you see? Uh, I saw some of it. Um, <laughs> I do have my back turned um, a lot, and I did have someone come up to me telling me that I need to watch the game more. What? Um, and I said, ha, 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 nah. Um, Why would someone? Oh, I don't know. It was some, some lady from... The borough from South Sydney Rabbitohs came up to me and said that I should join them, and I was like, okay. "I'm not a South supporter, so no, thank you." Receivable. Um, <laughs> you could though, aren't you? You should then. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> she, yeah, so that was it. But um, yeah, first half was really frustrating. I think the mood was felt in the cove, the frustration. Mm. And also because we had gone somewhere different than we normally do and it just didn't sound as good as it normally did. You were right on the edge, weren't you? We were right at the edge. Normally mm. we, like, kind of go more in the middle of that, like, last mm. bay. Um, but we were like, okay, let's try this to see if, you know, it, people will not be as annoyed with us. Mm. Um, and then I was like, no, nah, this doesn't sound as good. Let's go back to where we normally go. So we went back to our normal spot and then in the second half and it was just, like, it felt like the way that we were singing and the way that the team was playing, mm. there was just a better vibe all around mm. in that second half. Um, and I don't want to say it's all because of us, um, but clearly our singing <laughs> and our loudness really, really? helped um, the team. And, you know, we spurred them on with, uh, with two think, more goals. I think I every it. player commented on that. Mm. Yes, clearly. They were all like, it was the cove, you know? They they helped us along. They need they need to be in that spot. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, let's go through let's go through the main events um, as we as we saw them as they happened. Um, I think Sean, you called out a few players already, but Courtney sort of kicked things off pretty early on. Um, 
with a very just, close uh, attention, shading the the outside of the post. Yeah, Maka was pushing, but let's just jump ahead to Star Girl. Twenty <laughs> third freaking minute, uh, and a very like it was a nice square ball. Um, there's Courtney for the game, two goals and the assist that kick off the first of the three goals. It wasn't an easy uh, touch for no. um, for, for Maddie to control. It wasn't the hardest of them. But it wasn't easy either. And getting that square ball, um, receiving that in in the middle of around the eighteen yard box, then to take touch, take a second touch, and then you know pivot one hundred and eighty degrees shoot down to the keeper's bottom left, um, all mm. in like one more or less fluid motion. And she's 16. Um, yeah. That's, it was, and watch it on replay it is really a sight to be seen. I think, Mish, I think it was um, the only thing I'll say, very, very similar comments from the goal she scored against Victory. Um, you know, a lot of players fuck that up. You know, either with their touch, uh, they take too long. Um, take another whatever touch, it might be. Yeah, it. or try and put it in the far corner, and you know. But she's just she's just got the golden touch at the moment, Maddie Caspers. I don't know how she does it. She's just unreal, the real deal. Like if there is, is. anyone who is going to be a superstar, mm. it's she's Maddie not make believe. She's not make believe. No. She's not make believe at all. She is <laughs> the real deal. Uh, but from what I've heard as well, like her, um, I spoke about this on Talking Tillies as well, but like mm. um, people I know who, you know, played with her or um, coached her even um, have said that, yeah, her and her sister, um, who we won't mention because, you know, no. Westie. Um, but both of them are, are so talented and have been from such a young age. So it's mm. no surprise that, you know, she's 16. I think Holly's 17, 18, something yeah, like right. that. Um, Good genes. And that they're, they're both like absolutely killing it. So it's not, not a surprise um, to those who have known her. It's a surprise mm. for some of us who, who don't mm. know her. Like, you know, this is obviously my first season seeing her, her yep. play. And yeah, I guess, to hear that is like really comforting and it's like it's just such a you know confidence booster and mm. you know what Ante has seen so um no nah, like she's absolutely unreal i can't and believe a, that she's 16 and a brother that plays npl1 to boot so yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty talented uh football family there Who the next holman family yeah. i'm assuming manly or something or i did see who he signed with recently might have been apia i'm not sure oh, um I'm not sure but, yeah, um, brother that plays NPL as well. Uh, it could have been, should have been two guys. Um, mm. Unfortunately, Morgan Aquino uh, decided Aquino. to be, Aquino, sorry, uh, decided to be Mackenzie Arnold and um, pulled off a, one, a wonderful, wonderful save. Did, did you I... know what? Mm. That, I, you can't, I can't even be mad. <laughs> no, you can't. Like, you, you... Princess Avani hit it. So well, she did everything right. Was it down the middle? No, it was like going um, more towards the like top corner, yeah, just to the right. Okay, yeah. all right, but okay. My my view of it was that there was kind of like it could have been a better penalty shot in that it was kind of like you know hand height, easy to move towards. But okay, you're saying that it was going to go towards top corner. 
it was like moving in sort of that direction. Yeah. Um, it was, in my opinion, it's not like a, a, like if you're a goalkeeper, like nine times out of ten, you're probably not saving mm. something like that. Um, yeah, even with the force it was hit. Yeah, I just think she just read it so well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't be mad at that because like that was just everything was like Princess did everything right. Is it was just that Morgan Aquino was just on it. Um, insane. Yeah, great save. Insane save. Uh, and then a few minutes later, it obviously fired the glory up, and uh, glory equalised with uh, again. It was a set piece. Was it set mm. piece? Delivered uh, from the right. Yeah. Or a corner. Yeah. Um, we seem to have a bit of a problem with that this year. Um, it was uh, Quinley Quazada. Quazada. Michelle, get it right for me. Quazada. Okay. Yeah, it looks like Quazada. Okay. Um, who got the last touch uh, just in front of Jada. Jada did her best, but it was it's pretty hard to stop from there. It was a great ball in to make it 1-1. And yeah, at halftime, I think Mishi summed it up a bit earlier. You know, there's a little bit of frustration there, um, probably with conceding and going in at 1-1. We did have a few chances, but um, second half, different story. Courtney uh, certainly turned it on. Star girl number two. Um, <laughs> no, she's the OG star girl. OG, uh, the OG star girl. Uh, lovely ball from Princess, just kind of holding up play there in the middle. It was. Yeah. And and I think that number nine role um, with Fiona Wirtz out, um, you know, for the rest of the season, um, I think that's going to suit her to a T. Holds the ball up and just times the pass nicely out to court and court just. Bang hits it across the other. Great finish. Yeah. Great finish. Beautiful. Makes um, it 2-1. Bit of confidence back there, I think, for Courtney. You know, uh, I think she has struggled a bit and, and maybe even a little bit mentally with, with the injuries, with her calf and whatnot. But a shot like that um, shows that the confidence is back because that was a, a brilliant finish across goal. But then, you know, fast oh, forward uh, 20, 30-odd minutes. <laughs> And Indiana's Indiana's ball through like like we can wax lyrical about what Courtney had to do once she received the pass, but that twenty odd, thirty odd meter pass from Indiana slicing the defense for Courtney to make the run on the outside of the defender um, was just sublime. Um, the youngsters just having fun, just playing with Perth. Um, and then, you know, I thought she almost fucked it up for a sec, Court, and she kind of looked like the ball might have got a little bit kind of caught underneath her feet as she tries around the keeper. But mm-hmm. um, she was just she was just toying with the defence and just slots it in. It was pretty funny. <laughs> what a ball. Did you get to see the Two. ball live, Mish? Yeah, no, I watched. Yeah. I saw it. I saw both of them. I saw nice. all the goals. Nice. Um, I saw two defenders on the ground as uh, Courtney Vine just... <laughs> Dribbled it in, slowly there. rolls it in. It was um, it. A lot could have gone wrong, but it didn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I thought that she lost it too. I thought it just like yeah. got away from her when she was rounding the keeper. But you know, good stuff. Happy to see. The, let's talk about the pass again, because um, we probably haven't done enough. I mean, Sean, you, you I think you're a little bit uh, inclined to, I, I guess, more. Uh, holding midfielders that can split a defense open with passes like that. You you know, you've liked your 
your players over the years in in those positions, the Grellas and you know Kalinas and things for the soccer rules and Maloney's yep, yep, and uh, oh, look with the coaching you, you know, know that I did when I did the C license and a bit of time at Olympic and Uni, you know you talk about that killer pass, being able to you know mm. cut out three four players and and break lines, um, you know the ball moves faster than you can run. So if you can play a, mm. a pass like that, um, it just takes defenders out of the game. Um, and then you got caught with her speed and timing of her run and been able to read, you know, maybe something that not necessarily rehearsed at training, but, you know, that that they, they've, they've seen each other do at training yeah. and, and Ante would encourage at training yeah. um, just to kind of be yourself and be creative and whatnot. Um, and then just it was the icing on the cake. And it was just deserved with the, the, the absolute dominance that we had of Perth that night. Um, a third, a third goal, if not more, was was everything that we deserved. Yeah, and the it was back with the nice. crowd. It was, yeah, yeah, absolute gasp from the crowd. And you know, sometimes they say the run makes the pass, and I think, yeah, you're right there, um, Sean, giving a bit of credit to Courtney because, yeah, um, if it wasn't caught, if it was someone maybe. A little bit slower, maybe they don't quite get around the the defender there, but um, a brilliant piece of play. Michelle, you sent us the stats in the chat um, after the game. Uh, absolute dominance from from the Sky Blue girls. Pro- probably probably could have had one or two more. Yeah, I mean, we yeah that the first half I think kind of ruined us a little bit, um, and then we had to kind of come back into the second half a bit more, but. Um, yeah, I, I think overall, probably one of our better games and our mm. more like um complete performances. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um like we've said, a lot of the other games have only been like one nil wins or one all draws or whatever. Mm. Like we finally found a stride and you know, we're we're scoring more goals and um I think I'm really happy to see Courtney back scoring goals. I think there was maybe last season or the yeah, I think it would have been last season she just wasn't um, in goal scoring form, um, mm. and yeah, this year she's clearly in the back of the net, and um, looks like she's got a point to prove almost. Um, and she's had to with Shay Connors and Fiona Verts out. Um, you know, she she's had to, but more so for herself, I think. Yeah, I feel like she, you know, her, her goal scoring often comes in the second half of the season. Like in the first half, she's yeah. a bit clunky and. You know, some chances there and she's misfires a bit, but the second half of the season she racks up seven or eight. I think I read she well, she's first in our team with goals and assists. Mm. Something like that I read somewhere. Yep. Yep. She's very good. Um she is very good. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's quite good at the football. Um <laughs> speaking of quite good at the football, Indiana Dos Santos, a bit of a trick stick uh, on the sideline. Oofed Sean. Oof. Unbelievable. Um, she ate and I, left no crumbs. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, I don't know what that means, but I'm, <laughs> I'm that's it good. Um, I know I what she, it means. I hope she was full. Um, <laughs> Elabanga, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the audacity is that the right word? I, yeah. I'm not sure, but yeah. she had complete and utter control, and the way that that was executed was like she was playing in the backyard with her three sisters. Um, uh, beautiful, beautiful bit of work. Um, just, just, to, just to round out the performance. Um, nice little, nice little trick stick move there. Could you do that, Michelle? Um, maybe not in a game. 
<laughs> but on, I have been known to be able to do it once upon national, a time. National TV, yeah. yeah. I think um, I saw your uh, your work with the Ladies League, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's photos, photo proof that I that I've done it. Very good editing. <laughs> Very good. Mm, wrong. It actually just took a lot of photos <laughs> to try and get that. <laughs> Very good. Um, but yes, no, Indiana Dos Santos, what a player. Yeah. She's sure. style girl. So it's Corny Vine, OG style girl, right? Mm. Indiana Dos Santos is then the next style girl and then Maddie Caspers. All right. And then before you know it, we'll have like a 13-year-old who will be the next star I think, girl. <laughs> I think um I think Maddie and Maddie and Indiana might be might be battling it out for a Matilda's jersey soon. I think they're um they're killing it. They're killing it. Um, but uh, I think just last note on Indiana, I think the more, you know, she's got some consistent starts now and, and I think she's getting better with every game. A um, little bit bit start or bit part, I should say, at the start of the season, Sean, um, in and out with, you know, junior Matildas and things like that um, and some injuries. But, yeah, now that she's starting and, you know, in a position that we weren't really familiar with as well. Playing wide, um, I was more come on as as a nine and, and a bit further forward too probably um but yeah it, it's yeah the more touches she gets the, the more confident she is so um yeah great to see great to see um sean you've said you wouldn't have known it was third versus fourth yeah or slash second i don't know yeah. you just think you just you're saying that because uh such was our dominance or and perth was shit okay <laughs> you made them look shit yeah, yeah, yeah. They put up a bit of a fight in the first half. Yeah. We were very good. We were very good. That's Onwards. Slate. Onwards. Um, who Hate. do we have Who do we have uh, this weekend for the girls? Or do you want to do, talk about the uh, Tasman adventure? We... Oh, do we have to? Like, Can we just pretend <laughs> it never happened? I only watched the first the... half. Yeah. yeah, I've only seen the mini-match, I must admit. Yeah. So Sean, it's, it's we, we can, oh look, we can we'll jump ahead and, and preview the girls as right. weekend, uh as they are playing. Oh, big game against Melbourne, Melbourne City, City uh, top of the table city. Uh Saturday tenth over at the City Football Academy field, five PM kickoff. Uh I suspect Ante Touchwood Touchwood, uh no injuries and whatnot. We'll see the same starting eleven. And I'll, I'll agree with you, Jono. I think Abby Lemon has, for better or for worse, it was she's happy with her, you know, that impact off the bench and having her and also that little bit of versatility that she can sort of mm. do that. I think it's, mm. it's quite a, a nice little ace up the sleeve having Abby Lemon coming off the have, bench. Have we, um, Michelle, have we, we were having a chat. We've been able to confirm that uh, Rebecca Stott is not going to be there and, and Hannah Wilkinson? Off representing the Kiwis? I know there's a bunch that have already left for camp. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, uh, yeah, they have left already. I imagine they were probably going to be allowed to, and then they lost to Canberra, and then they'll probably like, hmm. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. Um, Thank you, Canberra, by the way. Yeah, shout out to Canberra. <laughs> I, I, I joked with you, Michelle, like, oh, you know, Melbourne City will win 10 to 9 or something like that. And then I opened up my Keep Up app. Um, I was mm. absolutely blown away with the score. I couldn't believe it. I was dying. Yeah. I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> they actually did it. Like, 
this is the only thing that I wanted from them, and they actually did it. So the, the so the football the, the football ferns are over um over in Samoa taking place in some Oceania qualifiers, and yeah, so Michelle, the first game is tomorrow. Um, which yeah, I think you're right. Some players from the A League Women's were going to miss that game, or or they were going to play that game and then come back, or something like that. So it was it was sort of hard to keep a track of. But um, their second game, uh, which I think is meant to be their toughest against Samoa, is on the tenth, so the same day that we're playing. So mm. I, I I think uh, you know a Rebecca Stotless and Hannah Wilkinson less uh, Melbourne City um, is is welcome for for us 100 percent. oh my god could you imagine mm, that mm. and yeah like you said like canberra canberra losing um <laughs> canberra winning sorry really helped us a lot yeah. um because it kept us in that um within three points of yeah. the top um so unfortunately, because of that stupid pesky ladder, mm, um, we would be we, second. We would be second on goal difference, but because now they're going by wind, um, that other team in Melbourne is um, yeah coming second at the moment. But if we can get a win, we could jump to yeah. to second at least. It's interesting. We've yep. conceded half as many goals as Melbourne. <laughs> well, jeez, yeah. you're right. Better. Better than half, Sean. Yeah, yeah, twenty-five to our twelve. Like, yeah, geez. They have scored. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention that, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> but our goal difference is better than Western United's, at least. Yeah, yeah, and and like you said, if we if we do win, um, our goal difference will be better than City. They will have an extra win than us, um, but that won't. Well, actually, it will matter if we're on twenty nine. But yeah, you're right, Mish. A win, a win, and you would think that we'd um, we'd be, you know, at least in the top two. So, mate, you know, and look, if Stott and Wilkinson aren't there, I think it's been a lot of their young players. To be fair, this this season that have really stepped up, um, and and you know, put the tricks on. Um, Dalich, we were talking about Michelle um, mm-hmm. during the week. Um, Caitlin Torpy won't be there. I'm assuming. Nope, she's uh, already in America. To San Diego Wave. Wave, is that right? Yes, I believe uh, The so. team that Shay Connors um, had a short stint with um, during the Women's World Cup. Um, and a few other Aussies, I think, over the years have been there. Uh, Emily Van Egmond, possibly? Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was there. A couple of others. Um, I think ex-Sydney FC player Danny Colaprico might have spent some time there. Um, oh, I don't know. I know it's a new team, so I'm not yeah. sure. So... I guess, look, these things are great, but, you, you know, I, I'm i sure Ante won't care who, who's playing um, because the second that you go, oh, they've got their, you know, they've got three of their best players not there, you know, they're likely to spring a surprise. So yes, I, well. I think I think Ante will just be focusing about our, our own performance. and Also need a bit of revenge for what happened at the Fortress, Fortress Sopac. Yes, Fortress Sopac. Probably our worst... Game this season, I was... That, was. that was hard, Michelle. That day, wasn't it? Although we oh, came back towards yeah. the end after the <laughs> thunderstorm didn't quite roll. Oh yeah, God. yeah, that was tough. It was a good crowd. Oh, yeah, though. the storm was a bit frustrating. Good crowd, but that was you're right, Sean. I I think you're right. That was probably our worst performance. Um, what did it end up like? Four three or three two? Three, three two. two. 
Three two, but it was three nil at half time or something. I mean, it was it was not great. Um, I think Jordan Thompson's debut in that game. She came on in the second half and and scored. And scored, a goal. yeah, mm, that's right. Uh, so yeah, a bit of revenge would be good. Um, we don't have any further outs. I don't think. Um, we're hoping that Shay Connors is back, but if she is, I'm sure it'll just be off the bench. Um. But yeah, uh, Michelle, what are you thinking from a uh, from a performance wise? I mean, Canberra com- uh, coming off that uh, Canberra result, it's it's sort of hard to say, isn't it? Yeah, hard to say. They've you lost know three it... of their last five. Who city? City. They've lost three of their last five. They've not been. Um, what I think one thing I've noticed that, that yeah, they haven't been very consistent. Um, and when it's bad, it's pretty bad. Mm. Um, so I guess it's one of those things where like when they've got their backs against the wall, you know, you don't know how they're going to come out. Are they going to come out stronger? Are they going to come out hungrier or are they going to come out, um, you know, still just anxiety ridden? Um, Mm, mm. so yeah, I, I just always think back to, that game against in the men's where we versed Newcastle and they just had a bunch of kids playing against us and we lost that game <laughs> um, because yeah, all their players, all the players had COVID and we mm. were like, no, we're still going to play. We still want to play the game. And then we lost and it kind of felt like a slap in the face. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of like triggered by that game specifically when looking at games like this. Cause I'm like, oh, you never want to underestimate a team um, when they're coming off a loss. Because mm. usually they will come back hungrier for more. Well, so so the three losses that I just mentioned, so three losses in five. Um, previous to Canberra was Western United, who were second, three-one. Um, they lost at Amy Park, and they lost the Wanderers at Combank, which I remember now that I come yeah. to think of it, one-nil. Uh, and that was when Wanderers were really, I guess, starting to hit their strides a bit, and, and you know that they had three or four weeks there where they were looking very, very good. Um, so oof, it, it's, yeah, it's going to be, a, it's a hard one to predict. It'd be, it'd be great to get the win. I think they started, like you said, Michelle, I think they started really well with Hannah Wilkinson at the start of the season, but unfortunately for, for Hannah, ACL injury and, and a lot of disruption now with those players that we, we just mentioned not being there. Um, let's, uh, Mark let's hope Corey. we get a, get a win. Corey will be up against her old team again, um, but I suspect yep. it'll be a low-scoring game, and I'll, I'm, I'm confident the girls will get the chocolates. I was going to say two nil. Two nil. Interesting. That'd be good. Let's not concede. Although that Garlic um, seems to like scoring against, and is it uh, is it Ekic as well? Or yeah, I mean Ekic. Ekic, where where she come from? Do you know much about her, Michelle? She's been with them. Probably. Um, she's been yeah, she's been there for a bit. She's okay. She's decent. Mm. Seems to have stepped up this season. Heard really her name more and more. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Melissa Barbieri uh, in goal. So, well, then that means that we should win the game. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I um, imagine being a young goalkeeper wanting to play for Melbourne City. <laughs> 
I was saying to my friends, maybe this is maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast. <laughs> it's a Sydney FC podcast, Sydney FC. Yeah, I said that the reason why Canberra won was because Bubs was in goal. <laughs> I don't know. If that can not not anything. having witnessed any of the goals. Yeah, I didn't see any of them. <laughs> How dare you? That's like me saying Lydia Williams should just retire. Um, but anyway, maybe several, maybe several goalkeepers. From Victoria, should. Uh, but we digress. We digress. Um, I hope they get a dub. Sean, I hope you're right. 2-0 would be wonderful. But, yeah, honestly, if we get a win, I'll, I'll be happy. We're not very good at City away. I feel like mm. our record at City away is not always pleasant. Um, did, did, we win a, did we win a final at this ground or am I getting the grounds mixed up? No, it was I don't during COVID. So. We might have lost it. But it was a major semi or something. Can't I remember. think all the COVID games were here. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I thought I thought we played a semi down at. Um... We played the final in in Melbourne in Amy Park that we lost. No, to not Amy at. Um, sorry, at the the showgrounds or whatever it was, the um, in Dandenong. The, the, they've got their their ground out there. Anyway, don't mind me. Don't I'm know. rambling. I know. I'm I know. The, the final was in in Mel in Amy Park. Yes, I yeah, I do remember that. Sadly, that was. Um, Aubrey's uh, yeah. blunder, blunder. But um, but anyway, all right. So uh, win, Mish. Yeah, I I reckon one nil. Okay, I would love that. Let's do that. Let's talk about uh, the men's. Sorry, Sean, we have to. Um, yeah. As much as we love our A League women's only pods, um, which we've done a couple, uh, we should probably talk about the blokes as well. Um, a two-two Desmond. 2-2 result in uh, North Hobart Oval on Saturday afternoon. Uh, let a 2-0 lead slip. And overall, the performance was probably not great um, for the neutral or Sydney FC fan. Uh, it was probably okay if you're a Western United fan, so I'm, I'm sure he is very happy. Uh, Sean, thoughts on the game? Uh, tale of two halves, chalk and cheese. You know, to go from at least the girls' game was after that to help kind of <laughs> pick me back up. So I appreciate the girls' game being at what a <laughs> seven kickoff, seven o'clock kickoff, um, as opposed to typically kind of going before the men. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Like I over the last fortnight, I was like, oh, we beat Jets as we should, four goals. Okay, that's uplifting. And then last week, disappointing, but you know, uh, satisfying in the sense that we we battled hard for three quarters, three quarters of the game, um, getting one all down there. And I thought, okay, a little bit of an upward trajectory here. And, you know, I shouldn't have had those high expectations. I think I <laughs> called it 3-0 win. I think I called it 3-0. I think I said 3-1. I got egg on my face. Mm. Um, our, our two goals, well, can we, shall we? Yeah, all right. Go through uh, the game. Go through the go. game. Look, Fabio came in for, for Paddy Wood. That was yeah, the only that was, change. That was the change. Fabs gets the goal from the pen, but that's not a fucking penalty at all. <laughs> like, you know, I, I'll I'll take it because, you know, you want three points and whatnot, but like I like I like I like what Rowdy said on this, because a lot of people um agree with that sentiment, Sean. Even Sydney FC fans, a lot of them, to be honest. Um, but like what Rowdy said, he said it might not actually be um, the decision; it's the it's the rule. 
like the guy's hand was away from his body, the shot was on target, you know, um, it doesn't, it I don't, probably doesn't, you know, but help. isn't it supposed to be natural position or arm moving towards the ball? Like we're not going to run around uh, with our arms by our side, you know. I, I, I'm not going to pretend to know what the wording is these days, but um, all I know is the unnatural position one, and his arm was out away from his body, and it and it hit it. As a lot of the commentators said, uh, might have been Grace Gill actually, um, or Teresa. No, sorry, Teresa. Teresa was on comms. Yeah, um, doing a good job as usual. Um, I wish you'd do a bit more commentary, to be honest. Um, but as she said, you, you know, the bloke had absolutely no chance of removing his arm from where yeah. it was. It was point blank. You know, and I don't think and... he was particularly looking at the ball. Like, he was going to side on nah. away. And... No. Nah. No, nah, it was behind him. He, yeah, he behind him. Of, yeah, yeah, it was behind him. So, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It shouldn't have been Gosh. been one, but I liked I liked Rowdy's take on it. He's, he's right. You know, it's it's just – it's the rule. <laughs> it's the way the rule is written. Um, but 1-0. Well, if he said in, um, in a press conference the other week about the, um, the red card, he was like um, – the the laws of the game just don't um look at intent and they're mm. just very black and white and mm. maybe that's part of the problem or you know it erases intent a lot is of, subjective isn't it yeah it erases a lot of problems but then it also creates wow. more problems yeah black and white huh men's raya jonathan <laughs> men's raya you remember that from legal studies God, you, you, you did legal, legal studies, studies. Yeah. i did, I did. Yeah. very good yeah no you you <laughs> You've got a better memory than me, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it wasn't long wasn't long until it was uh, 2-0. Yeah, Jakey got on the board too. Uh, there was a little bit of fluffing about with VAR, whether he got it, whether he didn't. Um, but look, he got his, got his noggin to it, didn't he? Uh, and directed into the goal. So it was, oh, gosh, was that his... First goal of the season, but how first many? First goal ever, I think. Was that first ever? Did he ever get an Australia Cup or something like that? Or I think it's his first goal. I think I think it's his first goal. Yeah, I think he actually had one disallowed before. Um, okay. Funnily enough, so yeah, a good header across back across goal from from Fabio. So he was, you know, he was he was on um, onside, and yeah, Jake was first to react and popped it in past Tommy Hewitt Bell. But how frustrating was you know, we go up 2 0, we're on the cusp of half time. You know, a 2 0 half time chat is very different to what became a 2 1 half time chat with uh, Noah Bodich getting the ball beyond Redders uh, from Lockie Wales. Um, that was kind of amateur hour defending, really amateur hour defending. It's embarrassing. It's pretty bad. I heard on. Um... I heard someone have a different take on this and because I just think Buster just absolutely got his lines crossed. Um, and he, and you could see it from halfway when he was running back. He, he completely left Bodic unmarked the whole, the whole run, right? And he was trying to close off the angles and then they crossed the ball in. But I heard um, uh, Daniel Breen, I think it was, and uh, on, on his new pod with Robbie Thompson say that, that we were a bit unlucky because the the cross or the cutback was mishit, and it sort of threw the defenders off, and that's why it fell to to Bodic. I, I I don't know about that. I don't know what you guys thought. It was it was Not a sure. way from being on on Grant's toe to to knock it off course. 
Mm. Um, he's kind of leaning towards the goal, reaching back the other way. He's off balance. But, you know, it's easier to say when I'm sitting on the armchair on the couch kind of watching it, but um, you mark your man. Like he had I no just, idea what everyone I, was. I, I, I just think we've we've seen that happen. Eyes. A few times, four or five times this this year, right? Uh, and and three times at least, it's led to goals, and it's 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 just not it's it's just not good enough. Becoming a bit of a habit now, isn't it? A little bit of a pattern yeah, creeping in, and that decision making and defense. Do I stay? Do I go? And maybe having that, just not having that confidence and conviction to go. Yep, I'm definitely going to do A or B, and follow yeah. through with it, like past seasons with Grant. So. Um. Yeah. And the, and 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 the second goal was no better mm. from from the defensive line. Really, um. You know, uh, I don't know if it was if it was um, Hayden Matthews' error on this one, um, and and Redmayne coming out, but um, Ben Garuccio was the one that slotted it in the end after a um bit of a ball over the top from Michael Roos. Yeah, I think a few online were calling um, Redders out for this one. I, I, don't, I don't know because it didn't get a bit of a deflection, if memory serves me correct. And, yeah, I don't know if Redders was, was at fault for this one. Uh, a bit unlucky. But but then, in, but then you know, minutes later, he saves our bacon yeah. in, in out of time uh, with the, was it the, the missed kick from, from Hayden? Yeah, Rukovic. So yeah, actually, that yeah. sorry, that was the one I was thinking about. And then yeah. shanks it, and then Redders makes himself, you know, big man, makes himself big, and 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 pulls off that at at point blank. You know, yeah, there was a there was a couple. Which, which oh, yeah, fantastic. felt bad for um, so, you know, know, felt bad for Hayden Matthews. That was a horrible, potentially a horrible, <laughs> horrible error. Yeah. yeah, and and Rukovic had a couple of chances. He put another one just wide, um, which still not sure if Redders got a finger on it, but if he did, it was a, a brilliant save. But Put another one just wide. Um, yeah, I, I, we we made two subs at halftime, Sean, which is something we usually love talking about. Love um, Lacerda came off for for Hayden Matthews, and um, I think Max came off for Robert Max. Is that right? Yes. Um, Wolfie's come out, and and they've felt like they've needed to explain that. So Lacerda was a bit more of a protection um felt something in his groin so they they thought they'd bring him off and uh the other one was tactical and and it's interesting to hear to hear if he say um you know he he felt like they needed to press a bit more with a bit more intensity but Mac wouldn't doesn't. you bring on wouldn't you bring on kacharski for that or? yeah max not the, the pressing type as much as your jk's um, even your classes etc you know, younger fitter more exuberance the press that, that yeah I, that is what happened isn't it mac came on at halftime I, I, yeah I can't remember. ac came off mid well sometime through the second half as well and which was i, I look fair enough i think i'm i'm my patience i don't know slow as is too running a little bit thin with with caceres and he's um i don't know output in the game like he's super busy but i don't think he should be our number 10 going forward I know Michelle won't have anything negative to say about her brother from another mother. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't. I didn't watch the game. I have nothing to say. Um, <laughs> I 
I don't know. He's come on. He's come under a bit of criticism lately. I get. I, I get it. He he doesn't get the stats. A bit like um, a bit like Arzani, right? Like a bit of trick stick, but no actual assists and and goals. Um, but I think they're two different players. Um, for a start, um, I I, I like <laughs> I liked the way that. Uh, someone someone described him. It's uh, Paolo Retre with a step over. Rude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought that's a little bit harsh, but yeah. a little a little bit harsh. But there's some truth to that. I think there's some there is some truth to it. No, nah, I disagree. Um, disagree. Disagree. I, I look. I'm a Casillas fan. I think he's not getting used properly. I think. Yeah. But have but is he ever? Has he ever been used properly? He has before in other games. I think. <laughs> I think it's been other games that he's been that he's been better and been used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, better. I just think, I don't know, with the new coach and a, a bit more sort of a a reshuffle. Um, I, maybe I think, it takes some people longer. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just trying to be too positive about it. <laughs> I think if he's going to play in the midfield, he has to play as the eight, not as the ten. Not to say that only ten can be creative, but I want to see and the he's line. Been, he was a bit hot and cold. He was a bit hot and cold when he was doing that as well, Sean. Like um, some games, you absolutely think, "Geez, like you know, he had the ball on a string." His his tempo and and like the you know, Jets game, game when he scored that nice goal. Yeah, you know, yeah, game management was 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 brilliant. But then other times, you know, he would go missing a bit. But I guess when you're in that six or that eight, you know, sometimes the hard work goes goes a bit unnoticed. Um, oh, look, I think. I think Caceres has been a, a great servant for for the club. Um, I think a couple of years ago when we were playing our most dire football in in ten years um, under Corica, I think he was a standout and and absolutely carried the team on his on his back. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's a slump in output or a slump in a bit of performance. I I I shan't think it would take long for him to kind of. Get back to more of his impactful ways. I just yeah, think that, then, like yeah. people are so quick to judge after like three or four games. It's like, well, He's you played know, another hundred and twenty odd. Yeah, <laughs> if someone's consistent more often than not, I I don't know if it's like worth the frustration. Maybe worth a shake up. Definitely, mm. you know, maybe maybe he starts on the bench in the next game, and someone else is there instead, and. You know, maybe that's what it is, rather than like a get rid of him. He doesn't deserve think, to play for the club. I think. Look, I think. I think the retro comparisons a clever one because you know retro used to be the whipping boy of of Sydney, as we all know. But he did, you know, he did do a lot of dirty work and you know um, work off the ball. And I think AC sort of turned into a bit of that as well. And under Uffie's system, that that could be exactly what he wants him to do. Um, you know, he's got Lolly, he's got Mac, he's got uh, Max Burgess for the, all of, for all of that creative stuff. And and maybe AC's role is just to run, you know, um, is to shut things down and, you know, make, make it easier for the other players. So yeah, I, again, look slow. I, I didn't watch the 90 minutes. I watched the mini match um, and, and a few other bits for this particular game. So I, I can't comment about your specific frustrations um, for this particular game, but um, 
yeah, I, I I think AC is fine, and I think the the like retro the fact that he's been with the club now six years. You know, he's he's um he's a very good A League player, uh, above average A League player, and and he he won't be taking much room in the salary cap. That's for sure. Um, let alone with the dispensation for for, for loyalty. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, but two nil, and we fucked it up, Sean. Yeah. Do we have to do SSCU votes? We do, and we should do them properly this week. Um, Rowdy has informed me that uh, despite wanting to give seven votes out, I only gave five last week. So you guys weren't counting counting my votes for me, um, which is a shame. Um, like I said, I only watched the mini-match. I can't really – I can probably abstain this week, I think. Um, yeah, I think you're the only one, Sean. Yeah, I'm a good person. I watch, I watch. Uh, I'll say, oh god, um, two for Lolly, two for Jake, Fabio, goal and assist. Yeah, all right, <laughs> two for Pat. <laughs> I'll bring it one way to do it. Very good, Michelle. You're abstaining. Well, I only watched the first half and barely watched that because I was preparing for the women's game. Yes. Did they put it on at the Orange Grove for you? Absolutely not. We were watching I, on phones. I thought that might be the case. Um, on a completely unrelated note, if the APL could solve that problem, that'd be great. Oh, I think there's one pub that does. Or two. Ugh. The Crane Hotel where we, where we drink before oh, yeah. our games mm -hmm. and cheers. Jesus. Yeah, I... Just think that's such a massive of all the missteps the APL's done. I, I still think that's a huge, huge fuck up. Not being able to sit in the pub and watch the game with your mates. But anyway, we digress. Um the funnest, most bestest away trip yeah. of the season is here. Uh the A-League men's uh at Gosford. 745 kickoff, not my ideal time for a Saturday night up the coast, but um you know, it's not all about me all the time. Uh, 7.45 p.m. Saturday night. Beach party is back, Michelle. Beach Keen. party in the cove. Keen. Can't wait to wear my Christmas Hawaiian shirt because that's the nice. only Hawaiian shirt that I have. Nice. Sean's got to um, go back to Lowe's and try, a, try a couple on. Uh, I have to make a trip. It seems keep, like... I've, I've, keep the tag on. Keep the tag on, return it. Cause he lives. Can't afford this shit. <laughs> Stop uh, saying Cozzy lives. Every time you say it, it triggers me. Yeah. Every single time. We can't all be millionaires on the northern beaches, Michelle. Um, right? Yeah, we can't all fall afford Christmas Hawaiian shirts. Um, <laughs> all this last year, actually. And every and every time I go there to get one, I pick what I think is a new one off the rack, but it's the same one every year that I take. <laughs> bit of blue, bit of white. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, my my uh, my son just got back from Fiji and brought me a Fijian shirt, which definitely fits the bill. So hopefully, I fit into it. And like Fiji uh, bitter. Fiji, it's a little bit in those colours actually. It's got some brown and green and white on it. Yeah, Perfect. yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, but back to the football. Uh, but yeah, if you are if you are coming up, Hawaiian shirts are go. Um, you can probably wear boardies and. Singlets. Um, it's what the coaches yeah. wear every game anyway. So. Wear your uh, Bintang shirt. Bintang, yes. Yeah. Bring them I back. Like I like it. Bintang and uh, bucket hats too. Cove yeah. bucket hats preferably. 
I think we're um is this cultural appropriation of Kosi's? Uh I will allow it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Racist. Cultural appreciation. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is we're a bit of a appreciating homage. uh Bogan culture. It is a bit of an homage. Maybe some uh some palm trees on those Hawaiian shirts might 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 They'll be looking straight. forward to their stage three tax cuts. <laughs> you are all birds. Um Mariners actually played uh, earlier today. It is Tuesday as we record. They played uh Wellington Phoenix and got a nil-nil draw. They've had a bit of travel to do. They were in Adelaide late Saturday night and then had to get over to Wellington um, you know, two days later back to Sydney and up the coast uh, for another game on Saturday. So if we were ever going to make them tired um, with our high press, uh, maybe we're getting them at the right time, guys. Yeah, it might work out in our favour. Adelaide the week before, mid, mid-ish week game. Um, so time is right to be able to take three points on the road. Absolutely. Today's result aside, obviously a nil-nil draw with Wellington, top of the table clash. Um, they've been on fire. Uh, I think did, did some, someone correct me. Is it 10 unbeaten? Is, is it ten. something like that? Um, so unreal, unreal from the Mariners after going 0-4 to start the season. Jeez. Uh, um, they're, they're, they're looking pretty good. And, and again, a lot of people tipping them to actually go on and, and and take out the premiership this year with who they've brought in. So it'll be a tough game no matter what, even if they've had to do this travel. But I just think it might swing it slightly more in our favour. Um, I, I can't see us. I can't see us winning this game. Sorry to the optimists. Uh, I just can't see it. Hope I'm wrong. Uh, I'll be cheering my little heart out up there on the coast. But, um, yeah, I, I just think the Mariners are playing too well at the moment. And I think unless um, what I alluded to in the intro uh, happens, and that is a few taps on the shoulder, um, a few changes in personnel in the starting lineup, um, I don't see us. I don't see us winning this. Uh, although I think I said this last year and then Adam LaFondra scored a hat-trick. <laughs> oh, that was a fun day, wasn't it? <laughs> I think we were, we were not going well and then all of a sudden we pull out like a 5-0 win or something. Yeah. Um, that was a good time. Uh, maybe that'll happen again. Maybe that'll happen again. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just, guys, I just can't. I just can't see it based on based on the last couple of weeks' performances. I concur. Last few weeks has been pretty ordinary. Say someone be positive. <laughs> they've just got too much momentum. They're playing at home. They love playing in front of their home crowd. Uh, look, we'll either win two one after going down to ten men, or they'll pump us eight <laughs> nil. Um, will there be some heroic, you know, win from us against adversity um, and against all odds, or they'll just, you know. Run right over us, Michelle. You seen much of the Mariners lately? Um, yeah, they look pretty good actually. Mm. Um, although I was watching the game today, they mm. just didn't take any shots until yeah, right. the last ten minutes of the game, um, okay. including like extra time. So yeah, right. I don't know if it was because both teams were at the top of the table and they're both, you know 
Neither of them wanted to lose. Not like Wellington, a derby. Wellington usually sit in quite a bit too, don't they? Yeah, they were, they were just very defensive heavy, heavy both mm. sides. Like no one could get anything going as soon as they were in that final third. So I don't know if the Mariners will play that same sort of style mm. against us. I don't At think home. they will. Yeah, I think mm. they will come out attacking pretty heavy, especially knowing that they got a draw. Um this week and i i would say oh maybe the the travel might um might help us but mm. they played early afternoon i yeah yeah i, I can't probably see back tonight yeah i can't um, i can't see us you know having the most positive game um uh, out there sad sad um i think it'll be a big challenge um for our midfield um Bratz, Corey Holman, um, up against Josh Nisbet, who's been on absolute flames um, form at the moment, and even Max Ballard next to him in that midfield for the Mariners, um, absolutely running the show. Um, Bratton, I think, after a pretty slow start to the season and people questioning whether maybe he'd, he'd gone on too long, um, I think he's come good. Yeah. I think he's he's been performing quite well. Um, Sofa score has had him as our best player the last couple of weeks. Um, both the victory game and and um, Western United. Sorry, mind blank. Um, so he's clearly he's clearly being a bit more influential and, and getting those passes and breaking up play like the Bratton of old. Um, certainly could do a bit more, but I think it'll it'll be a, a big challenge for him against a young, quick, nimble, agile. Uh, Joshy Nisbet, who who's been really really fun to watch from a from a neutral point of view. So, uh, and if we're going to play the oofy ball and and try and press um, and win the ball high up, geez, I hope um, you know I hope our defense is 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 on point because yeah, it could it could get ugly. I hope the um, I hope he puts Max back into the midfield with AC and Bratz, and then you know whether he starts. Uh, what do you reckon he does with Wood? Does he come back in at nine or does he kind of go, all right, Fab, you know, he did all right last week? So hard to say, right? Like, because Woody's going to run and press, but he's probably not going to score and assist as much as what Fabio is doing. So it depends on the opposition, I guess. I, I don't know. But it looks like Mac's going to start. He got 45 Um He's been building up the last few weeks, so I wouldn't be surprised if you if you had a a Mac Lolly, yeah, 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 Mac for Lally, one Fab. again, yeah, potentially. I I, I think so. Um, I don't think Fabio was horrible. Sean was he on the weekend? Yeah, I mean, it was all again, right. he got the, the goal and the assist. Yeah, he was all right. Yeah. Um. It it yeah it's 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 really a fifty fifty call, and I think we said this um leading up to the victory game. I think we said. It'd be interesting to see which way which way he goes, whether it's Woody or Fabio. Uh, so, little we'll score prediction. No? Oh. Yeah. Well, I was just going to ask Michelle, who would you like to start? Um, out of those two, maybe start Paddy Wood. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's hard to say because, um, I feel like they're very different players for one, and then, I think. Part of the problem is that Uffi hasn't made a decision on who is going to be starting. Like, I feel mm. like every week it's someone different. Yeah. And I think it's really hard to kind of, you know, 
figure out, okay, who is going to be our striker? Um, obviously yeah. because, you know, he's come into this team and now he, he has to kind of build his plan around everyone else. But, mm, mm, mm. yeah, I don't know. And then suspensions and yeah, well, Fabio had true. a nig- Fabio had a niggle and yeah, yeah, it's been a bit chop and change. I um, I still I, I still think there's an argument for Kachaski to start as well, um, in that central role and and work his ass off. But um, a bit like Abby Lemon, with, yeah. I think the only thing with Kachaski is just his injuries. Yeah, and I think a bit like Abby Lemon, I think. Wolfie probably wants to use him still a bit as that impact against tied legs as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Score predictions, Sean. Um, I said I think we're going to lose, didn't I? No, I said I, I said I don't think we can win. <laughs> so maybe I think we can we can get a draw. Uh, I, I see us conceding at least two. I hope we score two. But it, it wouldn't surprise me if we did not. <laughs> Is that sitting on the fence enough? Very much. Oh, I'm just going to say yeah. we'll, we'll lose 3-1. Oof. At least we get a goal. Yeah. Oh, we could celebrate, hopefully in front of the cove. We usually score at the other end, I feel like. It, at goals yeah. Um, Michelle, what do you reckon? Be negative like like John? <laughs> yeah, I was feeling, feeling a 3-0 loss. Shit. All right, I'll be the optimistic one. I'll I'll, I'll say 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to say a, a, another 2-2. Two, two. Second 2-2 two, two in a row. Um, we'll see. It'll be a fun day out anyway. As long the as positivity not... will be that we'll be having fun and that we'll be better exactly. than whatever the Yellow Army thinks they and, can be. And sh- <laughs> what, what are the specials at the club next door? Surely, um, surely it, 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 you know, as long as it's not 7-2, we're, we're, we're good. We're happy. Oh, God. <laughs> We're happy. Uh, all right. I think we've rambled. We've we've done some good rambling. Uh, has Oh, I haven't prepared anything for the next little bit, Sean. Have you? I don't, I don't no, know. No, fucking time. Someone else did it. I I'm, did it I'm, either, I'm either giving it or, or getting it I right. It. I did it. I did it last week. I did it last week. <laughs> um, let's not do that this week then. Let's have an early mark. Michelle's falling asleep in a chair, the poor thing. It's past the bedtime. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> it's past the bedtime. Uh, hopefully next week, um, we're getting really close. I think we mentioned last time, we're getting really close to NPL New South Wales season. Uh, the squad should be announced in the next seven days. Uh, so we're hoping um, we're hoping to get uh, Jimmy Van Weeren on to have a chat with next week. Um, we'll be recording on Tuesday, guys because Wednesday is Valentine's Day, and I know that you'll all have plans. Heaps. Um, heaps, same. I'm, I'm booked out. Um, so many women. So many things. So, so many things. So, uh, yeah, we hope hope we can get a quick chat with Jimmy uh, next week. I haven't heard from him for a couple of years on the pod, so that'd be great. He's been obviously um, assisting the senior team this year for the first time, um, but he's taking on that NPL uh, senior coach role. Uh, shaping the future uh, of the Sky Blues Academy. So that to look forward to. Uh, Once again, thanks for all of your interactions, all of your chat in the last week. Uh, Everyone had a great, have a great time up at the coast. Uh, Be safe um, and yeah, behave yourselves to a degree. And we'll talk to everyone next week.